Hey everyone, uh, we're back again. We have some things to talk about. Um, mm. I'm Frank here with AJ. How are you? So good, so good. Um, it's the holidays. You know, it's December, our our favorite time of year. There's an episode <laughs> um, that we uh, did a few years back of our favorite holiday movies. Um, we have a new one that you can add in. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here to talk about the guardians of the galaxy holiday special airing now on disney plus um i think i watched it uh i don't know it came out a friday i watched it the, the weekend before before the week came out so pretty okay pretty soon after uh what did, uh, it doesn't matter. It's <laughs> no, no, no. I watched it after Andor. We uh, um, we watched the the finale of Andor, and then we watched this. A Bing Bang and Boom. That, yeah, it was actually great. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, shout outs for Andor. We'll talk about it soon. But yeah, the this was this was fun. This was very fun. This was fun. Um, side note: Did you watch? Um, not the Wolfman, Werewolf by Night. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty cool. That you was know? really cool. Uh, so my- I liked. I liked that they could make a ton of those. Well, that's what it looks like they're do- these these specials. They they don't need to necessarily be holiday specials, but right, and they don't necessarily need to be you know new characters uh, or old characters. Like you could do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Perfect. Um, 45 yeah. minutes. I love it. It's it's so digestible and you know the stakes are are nice and low. Um <laughs> but this was great because it's like so they they film this while they're filming Guardians of the Galaxy 3. You have volume 3, sorry. Uh you've got, you know, the, the whole main cast of that movie. Um it's a really nice um I guess they call it an epilogue to Phase Four. Um, gives us a little check-in. Good with way the, to put it with these characters, and then um, you know, get us lined up, get all your toys in the right place for the movie in May. Um, I mean, I am a huge fan of the Guardians. Like the first I movie, know. you re- you really like Guardians of the Galaxy. The first movie is one of my favorites of all the MCU. Like I could watch that over and over and over again. Um, it's it's a pretty solid movie, and, and Volume Two I love too. It gets me in the emotional feels every time, and I am not gonna be okay for Volume Three. <laughs> no, <laughs> after man. watching that trailer, oh my god! Yeah, the trailer is is jam packed with the. Uh, it's gonna be rough. <laughs> um, but this, you know, this here has has some some stuff that I could see watching it again. It's fun. I think the music's fun. But uh, will it be a, like an annual holiday mainstay? Probably not. <laughs> I do. I agree with you. I think the music is fun. I don't think it's it's hard. You know, uh, holiday is very hard. Um, it's you know it's hard to do something that is both of a genre or an IP and it for it not to be timeless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no matter what you do, whatever holiday you're gonna whatever holiday episode it is, it's of that time, right? So, like, you watch, you know, Festivus, you know, it's later Seinfeld, even for me, a nerd like me. Like, 
you know, it's a different it's a different part of the 90s, whereas when you watch It's a Wonderful Life or, you know, even the, the, the Rugrats Christmas or Hanukkah, like it's all very it's uh, it's always going to be of its time. Sure. So it's hard to, I think, create something holiday that um, could be evergreen. So I don't <laughs> think that like uh, to me, like I know I have the pun. Sure. Uh, but <laughs> oh, no, I didn't even catch that. But that- well, what I was gonna say is like, especially because there's a a, a sequel to this special, totally. and that you know, in a year from now, we may not want to go back to this special because of what happens. Um, sure, but I also think that uh, James Gunn knows how to benefit from working within the Marvel system to get over a few pieces of like big expositional points and places where he can have fun and build, you know exciting ideas off of like the guardians buying nowhere that's a very great idea yeah and you know it it fits it comes from the comics for sure but also it's you know it that that moves their story forward right Mm -hmm. and them getting to be there and hang out there for 45 minutes in the special if we're not going to have all that time in the third movie i liked that i appreciate the thought that goes into that right right the also the idea that you know, you know, the big spoiler that comes away from this, um, you know, which we'll do, I guess, earlier in this episode. Are you ready? You, I think we all have to talk about it, right? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So Mantis is, uh, spoiler alert, Mantis is, uh, you know, Star-Lord, Peter Quill's uh, half-sister. They both share a father and Ego the Living Planet. And if you were really paying attention in Volume 2, you would have seen that Ego was definitely making out and hooking up with somebody who looked like one of Mantis's, mm. you know, species, so you could have pulled that, but... And, he, I'm not, and he's listen, using lots of those kids as batteries. Sure. So. It's been kind of interesting for him. So, listen, to me, I think that was a great emotional piece to get over the hump in this place and to use it for the story, I think, was beautiful and it a great so idea. Smart. It was beautiful. Um, like a good holiday special... It's not necessarily about, you know, your and your protagonist overcoming something. It's more of the protagonist coming together. Right. And they did a great job. You know, uh, this has been said, but this is one of the first Marvel specials or Marvel projects to not have like a villain or an antagonist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's this interesting. Is, you know, like this just the conflict is. It, it's something is something internal. They, they did something stupid, <laughs> right? Like it's, you know, uh, it's yeah. it's very eighties sitcom, but that's also welcome. Yeah, no, well, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a comedy, but it's filled with heart. And I mean, James Gunn is just like killing it. Um, can't wait for everything that he's gonna do. Like, it must be cool to be him right now. <laughs> the, uh, to be at to be James Gunn at this moment in time. Yeah, it sucked a couple Very years cool. ago and but then he's bounced back so hard. <laughs> like screw you fucking The opposite nerds. of the Joss Whedon effect, you know? Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he's actually a good dude and he's actually very knowledgeable and cool with all of this IP. We need to elevate him and bring him further in. Right. Um all right, so this yeah, let's go. This is uh, <laughs> the special is produced by Marvel Studios and follows the Guardians of the Galaxy as they celebrate Christmas and search for a present for their leader Peter Quill. I mean, I can't do any better than Wikipedia. Like that just that tells you the story. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's exactly that's the plot it. game. Um, but yeah, I mean, so okay. Here's a question. Yeah. We saw the Guardians earlier this year in, depending Thor. on what order of you're listening to our podcast, potentially our last one, <laughs> our yeah, last podcast. Yeah, sure. Um, how much time took place? Because Groot is very different. That's a good question. You know, I think that we're playing fast and loose with time in the multiverse saga. Yeah, you I, know, I, to me, it seems like Thor: Love and Thunder t- is a little closer in time to the end of Endgame than this. This is a little bit further, closer to probably where Volume Three will be. Yeah, the time has definitely elapsed. Yeah, you know, they they also like you know they're in the, they're in the cosmic side of time, so like they're also flying around and. You know they have uh, they're available to other things in the universe. Like mm. you know, time affects them differently. Thor is literally a god; he doesn't age. Sure, you know that's his whole thing. So like in in this, you know, yeah, yeah, like they I, definitely look different. But you know, and definitely a lot of time has passed. But I'm, I don't know. I'm glad I'm that cu- I'm glad that they've grooted the Groot. Um, yeah, you got you had to regroup because like everyone loved Baby Groot at the end of uh, the first movie became a cultural phenomenon and you only can do that for so long. So like now, now we'll get swole Groot. Um, okay. I think swole, I think swole Groot may be practical. He looked really practical. Didn't he? Yeah. He looked practical. I'm like, is that real? Or is I, that just because of the budget for this? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That, uh, that's what I was thinking too, that it maybe they cut combo. some corners. Yeah. Hey, whatever. That's awesome. Um, I mean, just have a, me a guy in a suit. Why not? So we got to get, you know, we got to get down to the bacon. Um, let's talk about the bacon here. Um, so Kevin Bacon's in this movie as Kevin Bacon, and he's abducted while just Kevin Baconing around his house. Yep. Uh, what did you think of the Kevin Bacon of an all, uh, Mr. Marsilio? I loved it. I mean, they take, yeah. they take a funny joke from the first movie and make it into a plot point here. Um, I think he had a good time. I think he was just like, well, I'll do whatever you want me to do. <laughs> like, give him a call. You want me to play space? Yeah. You want me to play guitar in I, space? I, I love that they can just like wipe his m- mind and do whatever they want and be like, yeah, you like this. <laughs> that gives them an, a little bit of flexibility and instead of him just being freaked out the whole time. Because um, I was a little yes. worried that this whole thing was going to be on on earth uh but yeah um I, you know for for what this is it's a good it's a good idea it gives us a, like because that i was also worried of like well but why do we care about christmas when we're in space like yeah it's it's peter quill he's a, an earthling a terran um right but going to earth and seeing christmas and and all the decorations like you need that so having it grounded like this is a good idea he doesn't have anybody else. He just has Kevin Bacon. He just he's, he's only got really Kevin Bacon in this one. Um, listen, I liked the Ke- the Kevin Bacon. Um, you know, I don't know. I like Kevin Bacon when he does action. You know, so like mm. I felt kind of sad that he didn't get to do anything kind of fun and you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy space opera. But that's that's only me being nitpicky at this point. Mm. And then. I think, you know, uh, 
so I, I think that the music in this really ruled. Yeah. And it was super duper original. And that's how you sell me on anything. Yep. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I don't really, you know, I, there's nothing else I can really say about it other than that I think it's a band that James Gunn obviously must really like. And it, they wrote some really great songs for this thing. Yeah. I have not gone back and listened to them yet, but I intend to. Uh, and, yeah, wow, what a what a fun way to... I thought it was all going to be weird, like, obscure Christmas music. Yeah, no, I feel like they... He, Right, because like his soundtracks are always like really obscure stuff that ends up being being like super catchy. The sure, or even just like songs th- that like how time forgets about them. Yeah, you know there are songs that that were great and big hits, but just time leaves them behind. Right, and then then they he brings them back, and then he brings that he brings them back and and recontextualizes them and makes you love them. Right, you know? not, like not that the Pina Colada song was like not a thing but it's like oh now every time i i i hear it i see him flying through space you know definitely very cool um definitely but yeah so like a lot of you're not standard christmas hits are in this and more like rock based i think that was fun and and you know you've got to write a new song when you're doing a special so must write new songs gotta write new material yeah um i don't know i like the idea of using something like this to, uh, like I said, bring about exposition or stuff that could be fun in the movie you're working on in places where you can't have that good time, right? So, like, it would have been... I would have been so down to see an equivalent one of these done with Thor and the Guardians just, like, hanging out on that planet. Oh, yeah. You know, just, like, they're just there hanging around maybe like thor's trying to meditate and like they're like you know fucking with him or whatever i'm down like i like i think that they could do more of these um and make them like these special presentations Mm -hmm. uh, with your bigger avengers and more more of these less of the the six part shows yeah i think maybe that's a good plan uh did you see the retool we could talk a little about this now did you see uh it, it looks like inside uh, reporting is saying that Marvel is considerably retooling their approach for phase five, considering the reaction to phase four in that they are going to be focusing on quality over quantity. Yeah. I heard about that. Uh, that seems real. That It does seem real. I think what it will translate to, um, I don't think any projects are going to go away. Um, I think I agree with you. I think th- things are a little too far along and like that everything notwithstanding, like there's not that many, like I think they just need to space them out a little bit more yes. and, um, you they know, need to breathe and, they... and like do like, maybe they can do like what they did with armor wars. Right. It's like, Oh, it was going to be a show, but actually now it's a movie, you know, like, but is it a movie that comes out on Disney Plus, or is it a movie that comes out in the in the theater? I think for that one, it's a, a theatrical. But eh? okay. um, I don't know. It better be a good movie. It better be a good movie. It better have you know. I mean, we love Don Cheadle. Oh, we love Don Cheadle. But it. But we always love Don Cheadle. But like, it needs. It needs. You got to have more than Cheeto. <laughs> yeah. And and Sam Wilson can definitely be in there. Yeah. I'm definitely down that 
have Anthony Mackie fly around over there. Right. Um, no, you, you know, I think I enjoyed this. I would love to check in with more Marvel characters dur- during the holidays. You know, I would be also down. Um, I'm going to enter this into the universe. I would love it if m- the MCU's version of Ben Grimm, a.k.a. The Thing, is, like, so overtly, like, obnoxiously Jewish, <laughs> like, that it just, like, it's awesome. I feel that there's a lot of... The the entirety of Marvel Comics is brought to you by Jewish people. I'm right. sorry to tell you that. But that's true. And I definitely feel that there is a lack of Jewish representation. <laughs> and I would love it if, like, they when we get to, you know, the Fantastic Four, like... It's happening during Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur or something yeah. crazy yeah. like that, um, and that would be a great holiday special. I'm 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 so down. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Hi, um. <laughs> <A high> holiday <laughs> special. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Entourage did it. Entourage did one of the best ones ever. They had a great Yom Kippur special. There you go. Um, yeah, I feel like even Moon Knight, they like glossed over they glossed over it yes it is so <laughs> glossed over come on it's just like it we didn't it's it's like not even really ever explicitly said no it, you, no you know? they, no <laughs> no it's it's just like oh my god uh and hey i same i would like to keep magneto i've said this before like to keep magneto jewish i don't know if we're gonna get that hmm um, I'm all right. Uh, listen, I'll I'll make it up, but then you got to give me very Jewish Ben Grimm. You got to give me <laughs> the thing eating bagels and locks, like in Brooklyn. Like it has to be. I'm I'm down. Push it. Let's I'm do asking it. for it. Let's do it. I, uh, I mean, yes. I mean, <sighs> who's even? You you had you have in She Hulk, which we're gonna talk about. You have uh, Pug. He's very Italian. Mm-hmm. Who? But who else? Yeah. Who else? They, th- you guys are underrepresented too. Yeah, it's you, okay. <laughs> no, you need everybody's. Everybody's all waspy, right? Uh, you know, uh, Iron Man, uh, Captain America, right? Ruffalo, just hey, maybe you know Ruffalo. He hey, he's got the Ruffalo. You got the ruffalo. You got the ruffalo. The, the ruffalo's good. The yeah, ru- the can't, can't argue with the ruffalo. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about... Uh, it was a little too in-depth, <laughs> I think. It was what? Like, well, Because like, you were talking about Magneto. It was like Deadpool 3 and Wolverine. And like, who are we going to oh, get? Oh, shit. There, yeah. There's still like a chance that... I think that's why they're holding off on, on the X-Men's... I, I read mm. something about like... Like some of them are under contract still, even though they probably won't make a movie with them in it. Like that could be a reason why they don't have those characters yet. So then they gotta have like crazy level, just, just you know Carrie Fisher style life insurance on Patrick Stewart and Ian oh my McKellen. God. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, like hundreds of billions of dollars. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes. Sure. That makes a lot of sense, especially Mr. Fassbender. I love mess. I love Fassbender. Yeah, I love him as Magneto. He's awesome. He is. Uh, you know, Deadpool three is big. That was a big news story that came out. We did not get to talk about. No, it it is huge. Um, It's it's humongous. I I think it's really more going to be about 
Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. Mm. I don't know if it's going to be a big, like, comic-accurate Deadpool experience this time. I could see them veering off to do something with Wolverine to let Hugh Jackman be funny. Because they've never really let Hugh Jackman really be very, very funny. And he is very, 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 very funny. He is, and he's been... And I think he's the MCU been able to like like crack like fuck you jokes, but like not like funny funny jokes. Oh no! And I think that the MCU Wolverine could be even funnier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? More wry, more more hard hitting. Yeah. Against Ryan Reynolds, who's always riffing. Like it's gonna it, they're gonna amp up their buddy cop relationship in a way we've never could have possibly imagined. And I think it's going to be, listen, I'm very excited for it. I don't know how they're going to do it. It's like a great magic trick. I also think it's very early on to announce it. So like they must've gotten like scooped. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I, do they need to announce that now? Um, I don't know. I feel like it, it was partially, it could have partially been scooped, but it was also like people were like, why aren't they talking about it? Like, is it still happening? What's going on? Um, I don't know. It was also at a weird time because it was like right like a week or two after D23 or something like that. Um, yeah, it like wasn't on schedule. It yeah. felt like something. It felt like a cover, you know, yeah. it did. It did, or well, it didn't feel like an earnest. Like, why would we do that now? Like the right. movie's four years away. I feel like they kind of just need maybe they just like need time to figure it out. And they're like, yeah, gonna, maybe they just like, need time. like, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to rip the multiverse open. We're, they're going to step in and we're going to see everyone else waving goodbye. And they're going to be like, we're here. That's nah, true. Um, all right. Final thoughts on Guardians holiday special. Um, Cosmo, the Russian space dog. <laughs> Very funny. Can't wait for more. Yeah. I, listen. I love Rocket. I, I I think it's a it's a great character. It's it's amazing how emotionally invested I am in this raccoon. Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking cry. I know. Dude, there's uh, a, the otter, a Lila the otter. I can't wait. Oh Jesus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, um, listen. I think I it served its purpose. I'm. They could do more of these by my account. I think these are a great idea for the franchise. And I yeah, I would like to see everybody's holiday special. Oh, oh, um the really, really cool animation. What are you talking about? How it starts and ends with this Oh yeah, sure. Um the Christmas the Yandu Christmas story. Yeah. So what they did was they filmed them like in real time. So like Michael Rooker was on set or whatever. And then That's they, cool. they did like the old school rotoscoping like style of animation from the seventies and kind of like overlaid it. That's cool. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it looks kind of crappy, but that's just like the effect that they were going for. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, that, that provides some of the, he bring, he's an artist. You, you yeah. forget it. Yeah. You forget that he's, he's doing art. Yeah. It's, a, it's an odd movie. Yeah. So I'm here for it. Drax was hilarious. Um, <laughs> Like I know Batista. You're an actor. <laughs> Actors are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I know Batista's like done, and he's like can't wait to be out of this. But like he really, he brings it. 
he's he's done, but he's done for the right reasons. Yeah. I I think he's smart to know that he he's smart to leave now, mm-hmm. uh, and not be a parody of himself. Right. Um, and go out on a high note with a character that he cemented that will never ever be played again by anybody ever half as good as he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets to do cool shit. I think he does want to go darker. I think he's said outwardly, I want to be Bane, I mm. want to be Lobo, and I think he really likes being in Dune. Oh, um, yeah. So I definitely could see if he wanted to show up in a Star Wars as a bad guy, mm. that would be tight as fuck. You know, I don't know. I, I'm excited to see Dave Batista uh, um, emerge from the Drax character into other awesome characters and be and, and continue to be awesome. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's done a very good job of um, of protecting this character. Yeah. What do you uh, final thought? What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that that's all that all makes a lot of sense. I, my, fi- my last thought was going to be on on Star Lord. Um, I think it is important to not have him be like a main character here. Mm. Um, I think there's also like there like there's a an anti Chris Pratt thing going on. Um, yes, and so um, he does voice a lot of animated characters. <laughs> a certain Italian plumber. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, I'm cautiously optimistic i think like i guess what i'm worried about is that he was sort of like meh in in thor and he was like he like had good emotional stuff in this one um but they gotta they gotta make sure that he's like his tone is right in the last movie i yeah i think that he's he takes direction really well i think in the first movie in guardian's the, fir- the the first Guardians movie, 2014, he's so, he's directed really, really well, and I think that he, like, he's so different from every other role you've ever seen him in in that, until that point. Right. Like, well, the first, the first 10 to 20 minutes of Guardians, he's somebody you've never seen before. Right. And I think what I'm worried about is, like, did that success go to his head? Because it was Under, like this yeah. Jurassic World Lego movie, like all right in a row. And and yeah. <laughs> and now we have Chris Pratt that we have now <laughs> instead of Parks and Rec Chris Pratt. Well, yeah. I mean, has he said some really dickish things? Yes. You know, does he love gay people? Probably not. But I I don't know. I think he's still a really good actor. Yeah. I still think he's still a really good leading man. And I don't know I, I don't know what his politics are. To me, like that doesn't we have to get over this stupid idea that everybody has to agree with us about everything. Yeah. And we have to love all their art. You know, like to me I don't think he's done anything super duper wrong. Like like I don't I don't get it. Yeah. Like, he's in these exactly. major franchises. I Whatever, we'll get canceled tomorrow. Um, but uh, listen, guys, if you like the podcast, you can check us out. You can find us on Instagram at LLH Podcast. You can check us out on all of the major uh, podcast streaming apps, Spotify, uh, Apple, Google, uh, Stitcher. Um, if you want to send us an email, info at longlostheroes.net. 
if you want to check out our website, www.longlostheroes.net, um, we're going to be doing a couple more of these kind of episodes. If you're interested, please stick around. We'll see you soon. Frank. Thanks so much, everyone. Happy holidays. Oh, I don't even have the jingle bells. I gotta get the jingle bells. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.